be laughing at. Yeah. <laughs> they dead. We ready? It's showtime. What's <laughs> up, so, so, fellas? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Yo, yo, let's let's get straight up. And said we laugh too much, dog. Listen, <laughs> let's deal with that off the. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yo, too much wow, Ed says too much laughing, so we got to get more serious. Nobody dog. take us seriously. He said nobody's gonna take us serious. We laugh. Too I did much. not you say know, we were not gonna be taken serious. <laughs> you, you know what I think about that? What do you think about that? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. Listen, <laughs> I said it so we could all laugh. <laughs> Listen, for the we got about what four to six fans, uh, right? So I want y'all to email us that much and let us know. You sure, you sure it's not negative two? No, no, my, well, you know, minus my moms and my grandmas and my brother. So we back about two. I thought you so said we lost our last fan yeah, because so, of the no, comment. That's, that's one more than we were expecting. Yo, bro. so for the two of y'all out there, why don't you send us a nice email <laughs> and let us know if you think we laugh too much? Oh, All right, man. just let us know. Because um, yeah, that's crazy, sir. You know, sometimes Yo, I gotta put these said, dudes in place. I told Ange he's What's not gonna uh, take my joy. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said Jesus makes me laugh. I don't care. Yo, <laughs> you got a question for filthy, or you got a question for filthy? <laughs> I, got, I guess we had a good week, man. We opening opening up the show with joy and laughter. Nah, yeah. that don't mean we had a good week. <laughs> it just means, just means we're here, the spirit of the Lord. We together, and that's with the joy. That's the Word. real joy. That's the joy. But the, but the, the week was spirit. hard, man. The week was painful. You are well. The week was painful, man. That's good. Oh, man. La- laughter is good for the soul. Amen. Amen. I think there's a scripture like that in. Proverbs a psalm, right? Well, yes, I there could is. totally be making it up. <laughs> nah, you're not making it up. But Either it, way, it, it sounds like, like a Chinese proverb, bro. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's a fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah, Chinese two weeks ago. He read it off a fortune <laughs> That's cookie. A fortune. That's a proverb from China. 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 <laughs> Shout out to Tasty House over on Avenue U. Drop My the boys at from, General's from, house. From China. <laughs> Yo, sir. I was listening to past episodes, like here and there. I'm like, yo, dog, this guy Marcus is funny, man. You know how long I've been with him? I didn't know he was yeah, that you know funny. What, Thirty years, I swear not, it up. I was I'm like, I didn't know this guy was that funny. Yo, bro. But when the mic come on, it's showtime. Yo, bro. He's been like that ever since the fourth grade. Nah, That's how we became best. Yo, yo quiet was, storm. Yo, quiet storm. This guy's hilarious. Yeah, I was like, I class dying. I was like, yo, this guy's funny, and man. his face is always straight. Yeah. You know, he be having a straight poker face. Yeah, I just be talking serious, man. <laughs> I just take me for a joke. <laughs> Do I amuse you? <laughs> Do I make you laugh? Yeah. And, the thing is, only only certain people will understand certain things that I say. Oh yeah, yeah, you definitely. Know? Like if I say the proverb from China. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah. Ange, Ange is gonna block out this whole show because we just laugh. No. Not everybody's gonna get that. Yo, <laughs> this Only- dude, Mike, just has salsa. Yo, come out of his nose. Yo, bro, good thing we ain't on video, because I would have been embarrassed. He was swallowing and laughed and almost choked, but Selsa oh, came out man. of his nostrils. Yo, I told you, son, this guy, market. I'm listening, and I'm like, yo, dog, this guy's kind of funny, man. How long I've been with this guy? They realize he was that funny. Oh, man. That is good, man. Oh, man, dog. Yo, any, any special announcements? If you guys want to, before we get into the world, we're about to get into the world right now. Amen. That's mm. why we laugh. That's why we're so full of joy because we get to spend time 
in the word and okay. read and share. You know, we just hope that everybody shares in our excitement and joy. Yeah, man. Yo, like we said a few weeks ago, the word is dope. Jesus is dope. Everything about the Bible, man, is just so beautiful. So we hope that you guys just enjoy tagging along as we do what we do. You know, we love reading the word together and, and talking about it. And sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't agree. But we just here to sharpen each other. So we... Hey, um. Ralph, you was, you got something to say real quick, or nah? Go ahead. So I, you know we we're starting. We're in chapter six of Gospel of John, and we're we're gonna start at twenty two. But I wanted to do a quick recap of last week. You know, just real quick from one to twenty one. You know, basically what we kind of went over because it, it you know it's it's part of the, part of the same story, and I think it'll be good if we kind of real quickly go over it. Um, so that we could flow right into this next section of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Lord just doing what he does, testing the disciples, putting them in multiple impossible situations mm-hmm. to see where their faith was. You know, first with the with the fish uh, and the loaves and feeding the, the 5,000 men and, yep. and then later on in the boat. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's all about testing, you know, and and. and, and seeing where our faith lies um yeah but yeah one of the things um i want to also address with the whole feeding of the five thousand it might have been more than five thousand could be anywhere up to like 10 to fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. If, if we're including the women and children um mm-hmm. i was just thinking about it the whole multiplying of the bread and him feeding them and you know what he did jesus came and he took the bread and he broke it and then he mult and you see it was multiplied in his hand so I was just thinking about how in order for you to be multiplied, mm. you got to be broken. Yeah, you know I see what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I felt like, you know, that's a good picture where, you know, for us to be able to extend ourselves, you know, to be able to share the gospel properly and to be used by the Lord, we have to be broken. Amen. Wow. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's a great point. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's dope, man. And being broken in front of the Lord is painful yet exhilarating at the same time like you know for all of y'all that have been broken before y'all understand you know but yeah that's a beautiful point you know uh one thing that jumped out at me is you know christ looking up right and saw the people and we know that he had compassion and we see the example of grace right him you know that miracle doing that miracle to feed the people that was grace So now we jump into this next section. Now we're dealing with truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. We see grace, but with that grace, there's there's the truth that you also have to deal with. That's a good point. You know? And just thinking back to the other accounts, the other stories that we read in John, it's always grace and truth. All right? Mm, we're sure thinking right. about the, the pool at uh, Bethesda. Mm-hmm. The man got healed. He got the grace. You know, and he went to the temple, you know, Jesus found him and he hit him with the truth. Like, yeah. you got to stop sinning. Mm. Right. Um, the woman at the, the, well, woman at the woman well. The woman at the well. Five, the husbands. And- grace and then truth. Right. So um, you, the grace is wonderful. You get fed. You know, it, it, it'll it'll sometimes it'll even deal with the natural. Right. Something that you need. The temporal. But the truth deals with the eternal part. And we see 
Christ using this um, this event of the five thousand getting fed and springboard that to teach a truth, mm. right? And so we're about to go into his sermon, and we're gonna see different type of characters. You know, we're gonna see how different people's hearts received what he did. Right? And, I, and I think just um, <clears throat> just a point Angelo made last week with the um. You know, those who were fed is those who sat down. That was a great point. You know yeah. what I mean? Where Jesus says, make the, point. you know, verse 10, he says, make the people sit down and the disciples fed it to those that were sitting down. There were some people that didn't want to sit down. Yeah. And and that's what Marcus had said, you know, just thinking about it, you know, there was people that probably didn't want to sit down. And what I was thinking, I was like, you know, I stressed it again after he said it because I was like, "That's so humbling." That was a great point, Andrew. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you hear the truth, like like what you're saying, you know, God gives, you know, He comes with grace and then He comes with truth. How do you respond? Are you gonna humble yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's the hard part. A lot of people, you know, they they reject Jesus. It's not because they don't um, understand or they don't know what they're hearing is truth. It's just about accepting it. You have to humble yourself. And like you said. The guy at the pool of Bethesda, when he was like, do you want to get healed? He had to be like, all right, I want to get healed. You know what I mean? The woman at the well, she had to humble herself. Even right. these, you know, even the 5,000 and uh, the multitude, they had to sit down. Mm-hmm. And you got to think people are hungry. People are just probably sitting there. Stomachs is turning. And then you hear, yo, sit down. You're going to get fed. And you're like, I don't even see no food. But mm, that was, yeah. it was yeah, humbling. Right, and right. it just reminds me, you know, when you're dealing with Jesus he is the king of kings, and, you know, you got to humble yourself you know, when you come to the Lord. And I think in the beginning of chapter 6, it, it, it said why the people were following him, right? Or am I confusing with another chapter? Yeah, in verse 2. Yeah, because they saw signs. Signs, right? So we started off with signs. Multitude was following him because of the signs he did. All right, so, and you know, you know, you always do the honors. So let's read um, from verse 22 in chapter 4 to 26. I'm right? sorry, I mean, chapter 6. six. Yeah. 22 to 28? 22 to 28, yes, sir. On the following day, when the people who were standing on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except that one which his disciples had entered, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but his disciples had gone away alone. However, other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they ate bread after the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum, seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, They said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? So from, from you know, verse 1 to 21, uh, we went over Jesus going to the mountain, right? He, he left. They were trying to make him king, 
by force and he left and also the disciples left and we read in the other gospels where jesus told them to go on the other side of the the lake or you know the ocean wherever they were yeah, the sea the sea go on the other side and then you know the whole storm and jesus walking in the water so the people saw jesus go one way and they saw the disciples go on the boat and they they didn't see jesus go on the boat with with them all right so now this is the next day so the people are they they come back right they come back to the same place where they got fed where the food was at and they're looking for jesus so how does that how does this scene play out where would <clears throat> yeah so i mean they start asking them questions right because they saw that um he did not get into the boat. So they were curious, suspicious as to how he got to the other side. Um, so part of me is thinking, are they thinking that, um, you know, he, he performed some sort of miracle? You know, you would think that that's what these people were thinking, being that he just, you know, fed, you know, five to 15,000 of them with two fish. But, um, yeah, they were curious. And the the thing that I like here is that they were actually seeking him. They wanted to see Jesus. They wanted to um you know be with him and potentially hear what he had to say i'm glad you said they were seeking him word yeah i'm glad you said that but what did and, and you know it, it just popped into my mind right because jesus answered them and what what did he say to them he was like you 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 seek me because um he said not because you saw the signs but because you ate of the loaves and were filled right. like you just want the bread you know <laughs> what i mean I, after i read that part and then the the section before where they were like, "Hey Jesus, how'd you get over?" A small talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you, don't you hate small talk? They didn't care how Jesus got over there. They was just, mm. look, dog, I'm looking for you, cause up, cause I, I need that bread. I want more bread. I want the bread. Right? They act because it was like, wait a minute, we didn't see you mm -hmm. go across with with your disciples. Yeah. So they hit him with the small talk. Hey, how'd you get over here? Well, we didn't see you going to the boat, and um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it was small talk. You know what I think? I think it was like your dog. How you? You got us, cause we was on you. You understand? Mm -hmm. Cause like you gotta understand. Cause they thought he was still on right. that side at the mountain. Cause you gotta understand. They focuses your dog. We just want bread. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like your dog. Somebody's giving out free money, and you watching him. You like yo, where he went? He went around the corner, and you go around the corner, and he gone. And then you go back to the other block. Let's say you go five blocks away. And then you see him there. You and like, you found him. You're like, yo, how you get here? Why? Because the whole your whole heart. You was you no. like your dog. How you hit? How you hit right. me with the the dipsy do? But <laughs> but you know, as I'm reading, and it's more like, oh, how'd you get? You're right. Small talk, dog. Don't hit me with the small talk. <laughs> and that's why Jesus said he was like, your dog. You want you want the food. it's because of the food. And I like I right. Like it started Christ. with the signs. Yeah. Right? right, right. Now it's the food. He was like, "Yo, it's not only the signs now. It's not only it's it's food and entertainment, entertainment and food. That's what it's about. Mm. You mm. know, before it was the signs at the earlier when the chapter opened up. Now it's the food because you see that they got together, they got in their boats and they went on the other side, and that's where they found them. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting because I mean, just application wise, how many people come to Jesus? For the things, you know, yep. how mm -hmm. they want, they want, they want the blessings, you know. Oh, you know, I have troubles here and there. Can you give me the blessings? But they don't want him. Oh, the prosperity. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> wow, that's fire. Yo, let me, <laughs> let, I'm a duck <laughs> under the <laughs> table right now. <laughs> Yo. No, I was thinking, the thing is, I'm like, um, you know, they their hearts, like you said, it was it was about the blessings. And you think about just people who the only time you pray is when you're in trouble. Mm. You know what I mean? The only time you're you're in church is oh somebody's sick, somebody's dying, somebody you know what I mean? And it's like what you said about they're seeking the blessing. So it's like the only time you come to Jesus is the only time you know God is when you're in trouble and when you're in need. Mm-hmm. But when it's everything's all good and dandy, you ain't checking for Jesus. Right. That that's why I said I'm glad you said that, Ange, when you said that they were seeking Jesus, because they were seeking Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, there's two reasons that you'll seek after Jesus. It's either going to be for temporal reasons, right, to get fed. Like you said, Michael, I need a the whole genie in the bottle, right? right? Something that's going to fulfill this temporal, natural, temporary need. Or it's going to be temporal. It's going to fall. And, and one of those two. Seeking Jesus is either going to be for a temporal reason. You saw the signs. You saw what he could do. But it's either going to be temporal or it's going to be eternal. All right? Yeah. And he, and he goes straight for the throat. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yo, crisis. Yo, straight <laughs> He is the man. Straight shooter. He was like, yo, Doug, y'all ain't come over here because y'all saw signs. Y'all just want, y'all want food. And that's real. Like... Yeah, like you said before, he was compassionate enough to feed them, yeah. but he was real enough to know that y'all fake. You know what I mean? Mm. This whole thing is fake, and he wasn't scared to call them out. But I think he was okay with it. Oh, listen, of course he was okay. He was okay because he's, he's like, listen, and I'm going to use this to bring you the truth. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I hope that you guys get this. Right. I don't yeah. care if you guys are seeking after me for the food. But with the food, you got to get the truth. Exactly. Right? And that's what the truth, and I look at it like, you know, truth could be offensive. You know what I mean? But ah, Christ, is it? <laughs> Christ wasn't, he didn't hold no punches. And that's what I, I think. I think that's what we all love about Jesus. Like, he's, he's real. Like, he's honest. He's transparent. You know what I mean? And he just, he spoke his mind. He spoke what was on his heart. He didn't fall back to please the people. Nah. He didn't try to appease them. He ain't try to, oh, they, I'm going to be their friend. Nah. Even though it was it was straight to the heart, he said it. Yeah. You know? it, and, like, and that's what he, he, It's a teaching was. moment, man. Like, yeah, they came for the wrong reasons, but a lot of them probably didn't even realize that they they were there for the wrong reasons. You know, but the Lord had to show them their heart. Right. And then he taught them. And, you know, even from, you know, early in the chapter where it says Jesus Christ knew what he was going to do. Like this mm. was all, yeah, I know how this is going to go, but I'm going to use this to, you know, give y'all a sermon about the truth. Yeah. And y'all going to have to deal with it. Grown man truth that you're going to have to deal with. Mm. Everybody got to deal with the truth. Amen. You could run all you want. But you got to deal with the truth at the end of the day. Have you guys ever heard of a term called prevenient grace? No, no, no. that's a that's big. <laughs> no, no, it was because I was just thinking about it as you guys were speaking about this. Is that I've heard it before? Um, in terms of it's that enabling grace, like before a Christian comes to the point of making the decision of accepting Christ as his mm-hmm. Lord and Savior, but it's that grace where God is working in their lives to bring him to that point. Do you think this was? Uh, the beginning of when you mentioned how 
okay, I'm going to give you the bread. I'm going to give you this to start, you know, preparing your heart yeah. to make that decision to follow me. Yeah, that's how I see it. I, I, no, nah, I, I could agree with that. Okay. I think that's most of the time that's how God deals. Because yeah. like you said, he's compassionate. He's loving. You know what I mean? And then he's going to tell you some stuff that is going to totally make sense after what he did. Okay. Yeah. Because you're going to get it. Like the way he's going to um, present this truth, it totally goes along with what he did. Mm. And that, that's also a sign that he did. You guys right. are looking for signs. I just gave y'all a sign where five to 10 to 15 people just got fed off of two fish, five loaves. Mm. Okay. So right. deal with it. Right. Yeah. You know, when the truth comes, you're going to have to deal with it. So now we see the people, right? So they were busy looking for Jesus, seeking for Jesus. And so they got into their boats and they went on the other side. And then Jesus says, do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. What did Jesus mean by that? He told him straight up, don't labor for, you know, the temple, but the things that last forever. And I, I kind of think about, like you said, it was a teachable moment, you know, like he... I think about it like, you know, um, you could you could go to the ATM and get the sixty dollar quick cash, and Christ is like, I'm offering the bank. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's right. kind of like he's looking at them like you guys are selling yourself short. Y'all coming over here for this temple just for some bread, mm-hmm. but you know the things that's this sign that I showed you. You know, it was to bring you into faith so that you could see mm-hmm. the works of God and to see who you know God has sent. And he's just telling them, don't labor for that. Don't labor for the 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 the, the short the short change, when you could get the you know the big picture, like the the real big the the, the big part of it. So it's like that's how I look at it. Mm. No. And and he's like telling that. he's telling the people what they need. All right, you guys are working for this food, but your your need is is bigger and greater than this food, and that's what you should be working for. Which is the same exact thing that he told the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. That, you know, this water is not going to fill you. You're exactly. going to thirst again. Right. So you need to search for that living water that where you will never thirst again. So he's, you know, reiterating same, himself. Same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same idea. Right. So he, when he tells him that natural, right, your natural question is going to be, all right, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? That's a question that, that's a very important question, too, right? What do we have to do to do the work of God? Or what do we have to do to get this everlasting life that you're talking about? And that's the question everybody, you know, when they they, they all like, you know, when I get to the, when I get there on judgment day, do I have enough works? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's how we all was thinking before we got saved. Like, did you do enough in this life? that you're going to be let into heaven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, you talk to anybody, that's what they always say. Like, you know, they feel like, oh, that's why I got to give. That's why I got to be charitable. That's mm-hmm. why I got to do these things because it's all about the works that I'm going to uh, present to the Lord on that day to get into heaven. Hmm. So you're saying not going from door to door? Whoa. Yo, yo, we need, yo, dog, this is when you need the the, the sound effects. That's when the shot will go boom. 
like by your ear. Mm. <laughs> nah, no, you could go to all the doors you want. What about what about letting your beard grow and putting border blue and and braids in your hair? What about that? What about that? Not no. let not letting the razor <laughs> touch the four corners. Nah, that's not gonna. That's not gonna. It's not gonna help. That's not the work. Yeah. That's not the work. Oh, oh okay. Man. Well, it was a great question that they asked. Yeah, and I think I think they were really intrigued by what Christ said. So they was like, "All right, what do we have to do to do this work?" Mm. Um. So what did what did Christ answer them? Right. Mm-hmm. So we, we we're talking about. So he's using this this beautiful metaphor about food, right? So we saw based on this food, y'all was ready to make me king by force. Mm. Give all authority over your life. Just give it to me because y'all got, y'all ate till y'all was full, belly full up. <laughs> Yo, that's what Ate well. up. Y'all was ready to make me king. But, that, but Christ is like, you thought, I got something better. I got something better for you guys. Yeah, right? that's well. And he was like, nah, don't, don't, don't work for that. Don't work for bread. That's not even going to last. That's going to spoil, yeah. right? Work for, you know, that everlasting bread. That's why he's kicking to them. And naturally, they're going to be like, all right, what, what do we have to do for that? And that's the, that's the main gift is everlasting life. Everlasting. That's what Yo, Christ came. That's what it's all about. Damn. Yo, no matter what you work for, no matter what you get, in this world, in this any anything you can acquire, nothing equals everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And people always want to work, work the works. Work, 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 work. <laughs> yeah, I knew I said them. Work, work, I knew if I said it. Sometimes I feel like Sometimes I feel like his uh, accomplice, man. <laughs> My Cody, right? My Cody. I think I'll be. Saying I think the first episodes I said, just give me the A. <laughs> and Z says, Sean Paul can't give you that light. <laughs> Only Jesus is Work, 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 work. Everybody want to work to feel good about themselves. Word up. But what did Jesus say? Ange. Um, Yo, 29. Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Let's stop right there. Let's stop oh, right there. Oh, man. Yo, Just park it. Mic drop. Just drop it. Yo, I don't think we could. I think that's the show. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Yo, and that's what's always under attack. Mm. That simple work that you have to do, which is believe, that's always under attack. Yeah. Mm. Right? From that the enemy. the hardest thing. Yeah. So Christ is yeah. answering the question very straightforward, Right? And read it again. I guess you could you could finish that whole section. Um, Jesus answered and said to them, "This is the work of God, that you believe in Him whom He sent." Therefore, they said to him, "What sign will you perform then, that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do?" Our fathers ate the manna in the desert, as it is written, "He gave them bread from heaven to eat." Then Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. What do you think of that, Ange? Mm. These guys are slick. 
Bro, later on, the Lord just, yo, he hits him with, with something later on that had me laughing, had all of us laughing earlier, but we'll get there with that whole manna comment. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they once again, you know, like multiple people that we've been reading so far, people just don't see spiritually. They're seeing everything in the natural, mm-hmm. you know, with the bread. And then he brought back, oh, Moses fed us this. And then the Lord had to check him and be like, nah, it wasn't Moses um, who, who provided that. But um the one quick thing man that i just got to go back in 29 is the believe in him you know like we we have uh, a responsibility as as human beings you know when it comes to salvation it's a free gift but we got that choice you know we got that free will it's up to us to believe in him and it's pretty obvious there so um Mm -hmm. listen man these 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 next two episodes of chapter six if you get anything from that, let it be verse twenty nine. Underline that. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the that's yep. the that's the um, episode right here. Underline that in your Bibles. Highlight it on your day. app on your phone. Right, the work of God. Word is believing. That's the work God wants you to do. Is believe in His Son. Yeah, wow. that is very. That's extremely important. It is the bedrock. It is the cornerstone. Just as you know, it sits right there with John three sixteen. Believing mm. in Him. So and it's exactly as who he says he he is right like he said in i mean just previously in the verse when um when the disciples were speaking to him uh, and they saw just walking along the water he said it is i that was the same thing with the i am statement the ego am i the i am you know that burning bush the jehovah so knowing that jesus god this is what he's telling that's what you need to believe Mm. he's not uh michael the archangel wow Mm. you know he's not an ascended master (laughs) he's not a guru you know, he's teacher, not he's not prophet. a good teacher, a good prophet, mm-hmm. you know, or any of these other archetypes that all these other belief systems try to tell you that he is. Mm. You got to believe on the on how he explains who he is, because he clearly denotes his nature and his Godhead, mm. you know, um, and how he came and you know, how for us to believe in him. Ralph is on Get him, Ralph. Today. Get him. Yo, B, somebody holds that. Yo, man. hold him back. Hold him back, son. Yo, B, I think it's the Red Bull. <laughs> and we didn't even promote it. We didn't even give it oh, a promotion. Oh, wait, wait. Shout out to Red Bull. Oh, man. <laughs> but only Jesus gives you wings. That's a good one. That was a good one. All right. Yeah, but that, you know, that work that you believe in him. And I think about Abraham, where the scripture says um, his faith was was accounted to him as righteousness. You know what I mean? And it just it just pinpoints faith. You know, that's why it says without faith, it's, it's impossible to please God. And, like, when you go to the book of Hebrews and you read that, it's just how important faith is. You know, you have to have faith in, in him who he sent. You got to have faith in Jesus Christ. And, you know, people, a lot of times, they're like, oh, faith, faith is hard. Faith is this. Faith is that. But, you know, it's clearly say that's the work of God. Just believing in jesus christ believing in his finished work what he did on the cross you know you have to believe in that and i think about the thief on the cross you know his last dying breath was he did the work of god believing you you know he didn't go he didn't he didn't baptize himself in water he didn't have communion exactly he didn't go evangelize he couldn't do none of that you know the only thing he could do is believe in Jesus Christ and he told he, he asked Christ he said um remember me when you you know when you get into your kingdom and Christ was like yo this day you're going to be with me in paradise. paradise so he was able to do the work of God with his hands nailed to a cross 
He can't move. Crazy. He's he, all he has is his dying breath, and he confessed Jesus Christ Filthy. as Lord and Savior. And it, he he gained access into the kingdom. So Jesus answered a question. What they say? Yo, yo, yo man. If, if mm, close fist around your nose. <laughs> yo, they put the fist up. No, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus should have been like, yo, man, punch you in your face. You think he still had that whip on him or no? Pull out that whip. He had the whip in his pocket? Yo, uh, dog, they said, what sign will you perform? Word. These dudes are yo, crazy. Fam, y'all just ate. Y'all just ate the sign. Y'all just ate till y'all was full yesterday. And y'all got to say, what sign? Son, you as good as your last, your last good day. <laughs> your last trick. It's, it's what have you done for me lately. That's the that's Crazy. the mentality, dog. You don't remember, you know, the past is like, your dog. What are you gonna do for me now? And that was their mentality. And and you see how he says that um, that we may see and believe. They keep getting it wrong. Mm. They keep thinking that you gotta see, see. in mm. order to believe. No, yeah. you must believe first. Exactly. So then sight will be given to you. Faith. Yeah, buddy. That was a bar. That was a yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, Ralph is what are you like three for three? <laughs> 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 He's on fire. Today. And and them being Jews, right? So so they gotta they gotta go back into the culture, right? So they go to the man, right? Moses, because Moses, mm, Moses right. was the man. So they was like, dog, our fathers ate manna in the desert. Yeah, yo, they slick because they want more. Yo, be, they want more food. That's crazy. Yo, but hold on, hold on. I don't know if y'all peeped it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they son. want more food. They was like, dog, forty years we got manna. That's all it's about. Baby. We got manna every yo every morning we came out. It was manna and double on the Sabbath. Yo, yo, you just you just hooked us up for one day. What sign are you gonna do? I gotta skip right. To, I gotta y'all skip don't to forty nine though, real quick, bro. Nah, 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 hold on, hold on. We yo, to you gotta skip. But it goes together. Peep the angle that they're coming in. <laughs> right, it's it's food. Their mind is still on food. food. They bring up an example of yo. Our fathers ate manna for forty years in the desert. So you, you gave us manna for one day. So they say he's inferior. Dog. Mm, nah, they slick. So. they slick. <laughs> of they slick. They slick. Dog, they got up. They jumped in the boat. They went on the other side looking for Jesus. Why are they hungry? Moses was the manager, right. though. Right? Right. Yeah, I see that point where you like, they just sticking it to food because that's what it's all about. It's all about the bread. The bread, the bread. It's always about the bread, the bread, the bread, the bread, the bread, the bread. It's always about the bread. <laughs> and and, and Jesus, Jesus corrects him, right? And he was like, nah, Moses didn't give you manna. That was God, right? My father gives you true bread from heaven for the bread. So he's like, I'm the bread. I am, guys, it's me. I'm the bread from heaven. Hmm. Yo, that's so, right. yo, how did they get so carnal? Because yeah. you, you, this is your your nationality is God. You know, this is your God. So how you sit there and you give Moses the credit because mm. it was because you was in a carnal state of mind, dog. It was all, you know what I mean. It's like when you're in a carnal state of mind, like how you don't give God the glory. Mm. Like even if you don't understand this is the Christ, you knew that God, this manna was coming down from heaven. This manna was coming from out of nowhere in the middle of the desert. You knew in your history this was about God. How do you give Moses the credit? Because at that time, you're just in a carnal mind state. Yeah. And you're just totally. thinking about your stomachs. It's about the temporal things, right? And Jesus is coming in trying to set a new standard to these people. Right. 
right? Now, listen, it's not about the bread. It's not about the water and the well. Like, mm -hmm. there's something that's way bigger that I'm trying to show you guys. Yeah. Something that's eternal, but, you know, they're not getting it. Yeah, you see the way he, he poses verse 33? For the bread of God is he which cometh down. Yo, that's powerful. Because the thing is that that's where they they were mistaken. Because when you look at manna itself, what it what it meant was what is it, right? You know, mm -hmm. is it what is it? So there was no meaning for it because they didn't know how to explain it. And then Jesus came and says, "It's it's not a what, it's a who." Mm. Nice. That's what he said. He is he exactly that came down. And and let's 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 think about food, right? Let's let's. Food, I know, Ralph, you're a doctor. What happens when you eat food, all right? You got a piece of bread, a piece of meat, whatever. Take it, you chew it, your saliva. What's Real quick, what's the process? Well, once you once you chew it and the saliva, it, when it gets down into the stomach, then it gets digested, more chemicals get it, and then as it gets broken down to the different amino acids and the different carbohydrates, then as it goes through different levels of your small intestines, it's being absorbed to you know nourish your the rest of your body. You know, mm -hmm. to so, make more cells, more hormones, and more things like that. So, so the food is like naturally, your body needs food to to live. You eat the food; right. the food actually becomes part of you. Yeah. Now Jesus is saying, "Listen, I'm the food, metaphorically speaking. I need to be become part of you, right? This right. In, this yeah. this internal thing is supposed to happen with the food that I'm talking about. That's supposed to be part of you." Right, and that's what he's kicking to them, and their response. Uh, you know, I, I like their response because we see that interaction is similar to the woman and in the, the well. well. Yeah. They get to a certain point mm -hmm. as Jesus is engaging them, and in verse thirty-four, you know, and let's keep in context of food and what food does, and what this food that Christ is talking about. What does that do? So, you know, and I was thinking about, I'm like, listen, if you don't eat food, what's going to happen? You're going to get weak. You know, your, your development is not going to be the way it's supposed to. That's right. You, you're going to develop disease. Correct. Right. Well, what, what other stuff? You doctors. You doctors. <laughs> Failure to thrive, you know. Um, organs start failing. I mean, you're going to die. <laughs> and eventually... <laughs> Yeah, and if, like if yeah, you don't eat food, you're gonna die. I agree with Ange. But you know what <laughs> I like? Skip. We got a lot of verses a, to get a to. Slow, there's a slow, there's a slow process. Right. Right. So now, in verse 34, then they said to him, "Lord, give us this bread always." Mm -hmm. Right. And Jesus said to them, "I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst." But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Mm. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will not by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thoughts. Amen. Thoughts. The I should, the 39, 
where it says, this is the will of the father who sent me and all that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing. That salvation is secure, bro. Like that's so, that's so uh, just, you know, just to think that, you know, you're saved and he says, you know, you're not, Christ is not going to lose you. You can't lose your salvation. You know, yeah. once you're saved, you're saved and that's it. You're sealed. You know, and even the promise where even if you die in this life, it says, but should raise it up at the last day. You know, so you think about resurrection, you know, and, and that's why we we worship Jesus because, you know, he he's the one he conquered death. You know, he resurrected. He's alive. You know, Jesus is not dead in a tomb somewhere. No, he's sitting at the right hand of the father. And that's where our hope is. Our hope is one day we're going to see him and we're going to be with him. But just to. Just to know that our salvation is secure, bro. Yeah, it's you not going I mean? anywhere. It's not going nowhere. Yep. That's, and I, that's, I just, that's just so good. And earlier they were asking him for the signs and that they may believe. And in 36, he, he straight up tells them, I said to you that you have seen me and yet you do not believe. Like he is that sign. You know, like yeah. I, there's so many people that I hear, oh, if, if God is real, let him come down and show me. You know, like mm. let him show me a sign. How many people in scripture were shown signs and they still did not believe? You know, so it's just um, it's excuses from people. So all the people that did verse 29, the work of God. Understand that verse 37 is a promise to you, that eternal security. Mm. Right. It's not contingent on anything. It's a promise. So your salvation is eternally secure mm-hmm. right because that work of salvation is god's work amen Correct. you just got to believe exactly and what and what he said and his son and that's all that's all you gotta do yeah and just on that point when you're saying that your salvation is secure um if you think you're gonna lose it you would have lost it already you know because you yourself cannot maintain it it's god's work exactly. to give you salvation and it's his work to maintain it. And he already told you that this is something that's secure, you know. So this election is like, so we seeing a, a picture of election here. You know, God elected, you know. Yeah. Um, this is God's sovereignty mm-hmm. being at play. Amen. So Amen. so we see in 34, they, they're like, hey, give us this bread, right? Because we don't want to work for this bread. Them still thinking... You know, on the natural, on the carnal, on the temporal. And then Jesus tell him, listen, I'm the bread. And then he goes in and breaks it down. Um, and it's interesting in verse 37, he, he, he kind of says something like all that the father gives me, you know, I will not, you know, they're going to come to me and I will by no means cast out. Like, yeah. you cannot get cast out. If you're if you're saved, like who's going to cast you out? And Christ said, I will by no means cast out. And he says, you know, and the one who comes to me. So there's no rejection. You know what I mean? It's it's like you come to Christ in in sincerity. He's not he's not going to turn your way at the door and be like, nah, nah, salvation ain't for you. You don't you ain't doing enough works. You know what I mean? It's because like what you said, Marcus, it's like the, all the work is is on me. It's just that you have to have faith in that. And if you come to Christ, he's not going to reject you. There's no, 
you're such a bad person. Oh, look at the life you live. Look what you did. And, uh, you know, you know, you should see, you know, a lot of times people be like, yo, yeah, man, y'all Christians. He's a Christian. Man, I knew this guy back in the days, man. You know how many people he killed? You know how much money he stole? You know how much things he did? Da, 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 da. He can't be a Christian. Nah, dog. You know, Christ says uh, you can come. Come as you are. and He's not going to cast you out. Amen. So, so, I mean, just as you are speaking about this, how this election, I just want to throw a quick verse in Ephesians 1 verse 4. It says, according as he have chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So now, I mean... So now, what do you guys think? Because this is bringing up that age-old uh, debate, you know, with election, yeah, Calvinism, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and free will, Arminianism. Yo, yo, we was predestined, dog. That's what the scripture says. <laughs> I don't know. Now, uh, via foreknowledge, right? That, you know, <laughs> right. so he what? knew who was going to accept. How, however it was. It who was, was predest- going to believe. It was predestination. Like, That's what the scripture says, though. It's mystery of God. You know, I you know, I heard this one great point, you know, which was pretty um pretty uh it brought some clarification because we always you know we always have this conversation in terms of man's free will and God's sovereignty in terms yeah. of dealing with this election, and this guy was explaining that you can have, for example, a circle and a triangle, you know, like if you take an ice cream cone or a Dixie cup, where you see as a circle on one end. But it's a triangle on the other end, so mm. both of them can exist in three in a three dimensional world. Yeah, mm-hmm. in two dimensional, you only see one, but three D from God's point of view, both of those exist. Yeah. So free will and God's sovereignty can exist together at the same time. Amen. I, I know who you stole that from. Yeah, <laughs> and what's awesome, bro, is I got love for all those Calvinists. I'm not Calvinist. Yo, we brothers in the you know right. sisters in Christ, man. Let's just. Amen. Let's do what we got to do to get that gospel out there and promote unity amongst the body. Yeah, that was big of you. (laughs) you What you mean, big of me, man? Liberation Generation, baby. You'll be always Liberation Generation dot O-R-G. Check out the website. Holla at your boy. Listen, if you want to know the will of God, verse 39, nobody, lose none. Mm-hmm. All that he gave, none of them will be lost. And what else? Everyone who sees the sun and believes and may have everlasting life and will raise him up. That's the will of God. Word up. You want to know yeah. the, that's the will of God right there. And Jesus just plainly said it. Yep. Right? The so will of God is none should perish. None should perish. And, you know, it goes back to John 3.16. Mm-hmm. Right? He proved it by, you know, sending his son to die. Amen. Sinless for a bunch of sinners. Word. Amen. So now let's go to see how the Jews reacted. What did they say? Shocking. They complained. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Always complaining. Jews. I love them too. Don't get me wrong. They're the chosen people. So Go ahead. Shout 41. Out. 41 to what? 51. 51. The Jews then complained about him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I have come down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said to them, 
Do not murmur amongst yourself. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. All right, so what are we seeing? The murmurs, the murmuring, people talking. You get offended. You know, Jesus told them the truth. They got offended, right? Who's this guy? Aren't you so-and-so? Aren't you, you know, the son of Joseph, right? No, Jesus was the son of God, <laughs> right? He was, he was, Joseph was his, uh, Adopted father. Adopted. Adopt. Adopt. I can't say that word. <laughs> step. Step. Step dad. Yeah, step dad. Right. Mm. So we're familiar with you. What are you? What are you talking about? You're the bread. So people start talking. You kick them. You you tell them the truth. You drop the truth in them. So they start talking. And not only that, they start bringing up your past. Yep. Right. They start mm-hmm. bringing up things that they could be like, Nah, I know who he is, his family. They start trying to bring up things thinking that they know, you know, they know. And like I said, that's that's always it. You know, it's, it's they look at you like, like, you know, that's how they looked at him. Like, you? Come on, son, you my son. You my son. That's my son's son. You my son's, yo, you, you the little homie. Not you. You know what I mean? And, that's a lot of times people can't accept the truth. You know, I, I, I was thinking about just how terrified I was when I was even sharing the gospel with my dad because that's what I thought. You know, I'm like, he's going to be looking at me like, come on, dog. You my son. You can't be telling me nothing. You ain't going to teach me nothing. You ain't going to put me onto nothing. And their reaction is how a lot of people react. Like, you can't tell me nothing because I know your past. So can't I know tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I know your past. I know where you come from. Or I know what you did last summer. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, good one. You know what I mean? So it's like, nah, dog, I can't. We're not going to accept this from you. And like you said, they, you know, they labeled him the son of Joseph when that was the son of God. So, so peep how, you know, what Christ is saying, right? So, you know, they talking. Christ is like, listen, man, kill, kill all that noise. You guys don't have to talk, all right? No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Uh, God's working. God's always working, right? So pretty much he's saying, like, dog, if you don't get it, then the Father didn't draw you. Yeah. Uh, but I like I like the mic drop here. I like the mic drop over here in 48, that's, man. That, and that's that's kind of why he was like, all right, stop all that noise. Listen, if, if you don't get it, then that means the Father didn't draw you. Yeah, that's real. That must have been painful. Oh, the truth hurts. Truth hurts, right? So we see God is God is always working, right? So now, 
you know, salvation, divine sovereignty, human responsibility, how that works together. Hey, man. I don't know. <laughs> we no, don't know. I, I know in part. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know in part. Yo, I just know it works. And there's mm-hmm. no conflict. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? As, as humans, we have a responsibility to, to respond to, to the calling of God. And, and it says, and they shall all be taught by God. You know, like you, you, you think in everything that the, the, the things that we know in part, it comes from God. It don't, it don't come from the preacher. It don't come from the pastor. It don't come from no man. You know what I mean? It comes from God, directly from God himself. And it He's says, the one that teaches us. It says us. it is written. A sinner is going to get saved by the word. It is written, right? Mm. What else? What else he's saying? Right. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Mm. There's there's a human responsibility in all of this. That's right. You got to come. So come, meaning believe, right? Come equal believe. If you believe, you're coming. You're coming, right? And then that that's and remember he's he's talking about food so you're receiving this food i'm the so if you believe which is come if you come then you're receiving this food right and this now this food is nurturing your body you're taking me in and i'm becoming a part of you that's what he's kicking with kicking with them but you know what's what's crazy about christ as we read on Mm -hmm. he'll tell you something right He'll break it down in the simplest way for you to understand. He'll use metaphors, things that you're familiar with. And if you reject it, he's going to make it harder for you to digest. (laughs) That's a good point. He's going to, he's like, all right, you didn't get that. You're here. Deal with this now. As we we go on, that's what he does. Mm. And I I see that with the parables also. Because he was talking plain. And then they was coming at him. He was like, you know what? All right, now I'm going to speak in parables. Right? Mm-hmm. And again, I see them. It says, he who believes in me has everlasting life. Like, bringing that up again. You know, because that's what it was, that's what it was really all about. Like, they came for, for that, 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 um, that temporary bread. But he was constantly trying to draw them. You know, the bread of life, everlasting life, because that's what it was really about. That was what they really should be seeking. And, you know, I, I think it's just about us, you know, just as human beings. That's what he's always trying to pinpoint. Like, yo, y'all worried about the wrong things, B. You worried about the wrong things in this life, dog. You worried about what? Work and I got to make money and I got to come up and I got to do everything else but what matters. And Jesus is like, what really matters is everlasting life. That's all that matters at the end of the day. That's it. And verse 50. Verse 50 is dope, right? This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. Listen, once you once you save and you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, not even death can interrupt that. Your death cannot stop salvation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why, you know, uh, Christians, we mourn differently. Because mm-hmm. death is, dog, death has no power over the salvation that you get from God. Yeah. You know, he, Jesus says, You're, you will not die. I'm raising you up, right? We already read one of the wills of God that I'm going to raise you up. Yep. So, dog, death is, is not even, it's nothing. Like it says, in that day, he's going to be like, death, where's your sting? Mm. That's why it's so important to just where's share the victory? gospel. 
That's why it's so important to share the gospel of God so that people will not die but have everlasting life. life. That's right. Word. All right, somebody could just read uh, 52 on to 58. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. I know Ange would like that, so that's why I emphasize yeah, they're I dead. They dead. Their fathers are dead. <laughs> Done. So what do y'all what do y'all see? And that's what I mean about making it harder, right? And now he say, Yeah, you gotta eat my flesh. You gotta drink my blood. <laughs> Drink the blood. The blood, the blood. So the now blood. it becomes the blood. <laughs> he st- he it becomes an offense to them. Right. Cause he's making it harder. I was like, like dog. And he already told him, like, your dog. If the father <laughs> You you ain't you ain't part of the <laughs> yeah. crew. If the father don't try you, yeah, you stop ain't. all that noise. Yeah, you leave good. it alone, guys. I'm not I'm not giving y'all any more bread. <laughs> this is what it was about. This is the lesson. Yeah. So then he makes it harder for you to digest. <laughs> Now I'm talking about drinking blood, and you gotta understand the the culture he's talking right, to, yeah. like your dog. That's Jewish, mad, yeah, yeah. It's madness. That's cannibalism. You right. talking yeah. about cannibalism directly right there. against their Levitical law, mm-hmm. exactly. But he's he's metaphorically speaking, right? right. I, I'm not talking literal. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how you know me being part of your life, me changing you from the inside. You know, just like if you would eat how that food breaks down and it becomes part of you. If you take me in, if you believe, if you come to me, I become part of you. Mm, Correct. Yes, that's dope. Right, yeah. That's, you know, when you think about whatever we've eaten throughout the week, that's what gives us the energy because that's the whole, that's the bottom line, right? That's what food turns into energy to gives you the ability to, you know, perform your daily activities, whether it be basketball, football, or working, whatever it is. So the food... It goes from one source to another source of energy. So that's the thing is that spiritually speaking. Yeah, you know, I don't know who needs some energy right now. <laughs> Yo, give him a Red Bull, though. Yo. Matter of fact, splash some water in his <laughs> Yo, wake me up when you're done. <laughs> no. Yo, you need some, you need some, some mana or something. <laughs> You need some it up, son. No, you know I was laughing at I thought me and Marcus was laughing. I I was I peeped that already. I already yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave us what 20 minutes today, so he's good. But, <laughs> but you know what I was laughing at? I was like, your dog, your vegans would have been so offended. Oh yeah. <laughs> if he was yeah, the vegan culture would not have la- yeah, they would have licked it. They would and I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, for you to be talking like that, B. You'll be if you was vegan. Oh. 
that would have hit you hard. Yeah, yeah, babe. that would have been that would have been painful. That would have been hit. That would have hit you right now. If Jesus had said that right now, the whole vegan culture would have killed him. And you know, as you're talking about that, like bread, that's something that's common to all cultures. Whether yep. you're a vegan, whether you only eat meat, whether you know you're you mix, you know, it's a mixture of whatever. Bread is that common thing that every single it goes, you know, mm. all cultures eat it because it's affordable, you know, and. If you're starving, you always can find some bread, and that'll keep you alive. That'll keep you going. So this is a great connotation where Jesus is using this bread, you know, to, to eat it, you know. So And it was on purpose. Like, the yeah. the woman at the well was water. You know, this, right. I think I said it uh, last episode. Yeah, just, you did. You know, water and bread, those are that's, that's essentials. What you need. Yeah, those are essentials. You got water and bread, you can live. And that's why he's showing them, like, yo. Those things, water and bread, that you, those things that are carnal, temporal for the body here, you know, for everlasting life. He's like, I'm the water, you know, I'm the bread. You need those things. Like you kept stressing, Marcus, you need to take those things in, which is me. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? That's going to, and he stresses it again. I will raise your resurrection. Oh, I that's will the raise will, yeah. them up. Eternal life. That's what he said. Whoever eats of my flesh and drinks of my blood has eternal life. Yo, how you not hype from hearing that, dog? <laughs> Sec, you're the second half of 57, it says, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. So how are you feeding on Jesus Christ? Mm. How are you taking him in right. to, your, to your body, right? Metaphorically speaking, right? If, if you're saying you're a Christian, you're, are you eating? Right? Do you have the right nutrition? Mm-hmm. Right? And then we read earlier where it says, It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught of God. Are you being taught of God? Yep. Are you in the word? Are you taking in, right? Going back into the beginning of the John, uh, John the word became flesh. So now yeah. Jesus Christ is talking about eating his flesh. Mm-hmm. So you got to be taking in this word. Word. Yeah, you know, um, just a quick point to that. There was a sister that, uh, church in Pennsylvania was um, um, we were kicking it together and she was she gave me a great illustration and she was like there's two people anorexic and bulimic right the anorexic person anorexic Christian don't feed on the word of God not getting fed spiritually so spiritually emaciated mm. spiritually anorexic right so not feeding on it not reading the word not praying not seeking the Lord regularly then you have the bulimic where they're taking the word but then they vomit it up. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, they'll not apply it to their lives. Mm-hmm. So they themselves are emaciated and not fully nourished where it's not being applied. So they'll read it. They'll listen to sermons. They do all that, but never apply it to their lives. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that's a great illustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. with the I've anorexic before, and yeah. bulimia with the word of God. Because that's the only thing we could feed on is the word of God. That's mm-hmm. what spiritually nourishes us. Without it, we emaciated. And I was thinking about verse 54 where it says, has eternal life past tense right like when you believe in jesus christ at that moment you inherit eternal life you Mm -hmm. get eternal life so eternal life starts at the point of belief it's not something that oh it got to get turned on when you die and that's when it kicks in no this life that we are living and that we're gonna live forever it started at the moment where you believed in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And and verse 58, he's he kind of goes into the bread. He's like, listen, this bread that you guys keep talking about in the desert, this manna, that was a type of me, right? right. Showing you that the Father is, is providing this nourishment for your physical body. But that was all pointing to 
right? This bread of life that will give you everlasting life, mm -hmm. right? Just showing his position. I'm, you know, you go to Hebrews and talk about oh, Moses. You can't put Moses. Moses was a servant in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's kind of showing them the standards, right? That was just to have you guys understand what I'm b about to do right now, right? So let's, let's move on. Verse 59 to 65. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him mm. and he said therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father so what are we saying yo Jesus Doug <laughs> he says does this you is right Doug he said does that offend you <laughs> People be getting offended. Yeah, you be he's snowflakes. Like, he's like, oh. he like yeah, a bunch of snowflakes around here. Yo, man. He was like, yo, he was like, oh, that offend you? Oh, all right. So what if you what if you like, saw this? What if you saw this? It's crazy. Yo, Jesus is just like you said, man, he ain't shy away from the truth, but Jesus didn't say snowflakes, by the way. I said oh, that. Oh man. Jesus Jesus is concerned, right? You guys are you guys are offended? Listen, but I'm not going to change the truth because of you, because of your feelings. Yep. Right? It's not about your feelings. It's not about right. your feelings. It's about the truth. And, and you know, they were honest. They was like, this is a hard saying. Yeah, it you was know? hard. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was hard to hear. It was hard to digest. And, you know, the truth is hard. You know, Yo, you got to change your life. You got to stop smashing. You got to stop getting drunk. You got to stop it. stealing. You yep. got to stop lying. Yeah. That's hard for some people. Stop yeah. getting high. You got to treat you got to treat women with respect. You got to you got to love your wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are hard things. Right. Especially in, in living in a dark in a dark world mm -hmm. where these are the things that are promoted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's hard. You yeah, know, I can't hard. I can't go to the flex and flexy. I can't go hey, to the spot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Start brucking up. <laughs> no buck up. No. Get a piece of no. wine. No position. Position. Hold up your no. Oh. No bacchanal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they gonna do to us exactly what they did to him. We keep on reading. <laughs> so, uh, you know, listen. If you want a bacchanal, you go bacchanal. <laughs> We're just trying to make a point that certain things, you know, there's there's a standard that that God, you know, has, you know, it's, it's not works based, but, you know, God says um, and Jesus says in verse 63, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Right. He's like, Yo, I'm talking about the spirit. I'm talking about spiritual things. Right. And he says the words going back to the word of God. 
Go right. back to verse one, chapter one. In the that's beginning it. was the word, the word was with God, and the that's word was That's how you eat yes. this bread. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the word of God, right? And the word is life. That's what's going to change your life. So you got to be in the flex. If you're not eating the word and you're not letting God, you know, conform you, yeah. change you, you know, then. And as he says, he said, the the flesh profits nothing. Yeah. So there's no, there's no fruit from that. Like you're saying, like if you, you know, you want to grow and you want eternal life and you want these things, you know what I mean? Like you got to go to Jesus and he's like, you know. It's the spirit who gives life, but the flesh, it profits nothing. And, and you know what? And that's exactly what happens with religion out there. Religion is dressing up the flesh. You know, mm-hmm. is, you know, putting, you know, nice perfume and dressing up the corpse. And garments. You know, you know, it's putting up the garments and, you know, but it's a dead corpse. It's not doing anything. That's how come you have to get into the word because the word is spirit. It's got to transform you from the inside out. And bow ties. You know, and. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, oh, that that offended Andrew. Andrew is bow tie Yo, king. I love the bow ties, bro. Chill. <laughs> Ralph be rocking the bow ties. Yeah, too, yeah I love my yeah, bow ties. Yeah, the bow tie kings, though. <laughs> <laughs> bow ties. Uh... But we just don't deal with no B pies. Oh, oh yo, man, yo, oh, chill out, man. Doug, everybody's uh, welcome to come. Jesus is for everybody. Yes, it is. Everyone. Everybody can come to Jesus, dog. Jesus is for everybody. And that's the whole point, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. But I like, um, all right, we're going to keep on reading because this is 66. Yeah, finish it. Yeah, from the time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. And Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Mm. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm. Jesus answered them, did I not choose you, the 12, and one of you is a devil? Ooh. He spoke of Judas Issachar, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the 12. Mm-hmm. Craziness. I like this because I, this is like the first sign of the cancel culture. They canceled Jesus. Right. It was like, yo, you know what? We we This is hard for us to digest. This is hard for us for you to, to deal with. And you canceled Jesus. You're done. You know, we we ain't walking with you no more. And Jesus ain't run after them and beg them to come back, bro. Nope. Yeah, I think that hurt him, though. It hurt him to see them leave. Of course. Of course. And I see that in the way he came to the 12. He was like, yo, y'all, y'all about to leave me also? You know, yeah. you know what's interesting? Um, from the beginning of the sermon that he started giving, right? First, they came to seek him. Right, they were seeking, hey, hey, where'd you go, Jesus? We was right here. Yeah. yeah. Then they went to I see murmuring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After the murmuring and complaining, and he was like, what? Bread? What? What? Then they went to striving with him as he was explaining the bread of life. Mm. Till the end, they departed. So yep. you saw a gradual progression of them walking. They started seeking, and then they just walked away. And that that's a nice picture of, you know, a, a life. You know, certain people, they, yes. oh, you know, Jesus, they come after Jesus, but then when it's hard, you turn away. It's like the seed, you know what I mean? It says, you know, um, the different soils, it's four different soils. And 
excuse me, there's only one soil that bear fruit. You know, the other soil, the the um the sun scorched it out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you said, when trials and tribulations and right. different things come in, you know, the, the the world comes and chokes it out and you know, that's the parable of the seed. And it just like I said, it, it was because of what he said. You know, they couldn't they was like, Yo dog, this is hard for us. We can't deal with it and the truth turned them away. But so let me ask you guys a personal question. Is it hard, really? You know, testimony looking at your life accepting Jesus Christ was it a hard a hard thing mm. you know is I think you know what it is I think um what's hard about it is the humility you know like I like I said before like when we started it's it's the humbling of yourself because Jesus will come to you and the Holy Spirit will convict you and you'll recognize the truth but it's about humbling yourself and accepting it you know and i think humility is the hard part for people just accepting the truth and humbling themselves and accepting it you know what i mean i think the hard part is humbling yourself bro because mm-hmm. because the hard is the the things that he was saying was hard right because we already he already went through you know the work the work is believing that's easy, right? Believe. And then he, we spoke about the security in that belief. And then he described the heart of God, right? Everybody he gave me, I'm not going to lose one. Not only that, I want pe- people to believe and then y'all going to get raised. So we're, we're reading about the work of God. You believe, but it's what they couldn't reconcile what he said and nobody like you're saying mike nobody was humble enough to ask him jesus what do you mean by this they was like yo this is hard i'm out and he came to his disciples he was like yo, dog, i'm talking spirit i'm not talking literally you gotta eat my flesh come on mm-hmm. But you see those those other Jews that he he was talking to. Nobody humbled themselves enough and was like, "Jesus, this is hard. like I don't get what you're saying. This is hard." Up. And I think that's why he kind of turned it up a little, right? He said, "I'm the bread," and then he was like, "Oh, you got to eat my flesh, drink my blood." <laughs> he turns it up because mm. you're not gonna humble yourself to the truth yep. to be like, you know, let me sit down. Right. Let me get into position, sit down so I could receive this bread, this food. Yep. But it was like, nah, yo, this is hard. Start the murmuring, start the quarreling, and then I'm out. But don't, don't you think that he only did that because he knew their hearts already? If someone, you said something earlier, you said that believing is easy. I don't know if that's the case, you know, because if believing was easy, then everybody would be saved. But, um, Jesus, you know, I don't think he turns it up on everybody. You know, I think if he's working on your heart, sometimes he he comes in softly. You know, he doesn't always go as hard as what he did here. But I think he knows your heart. He knows what your a, response will be. But right? there's a point in time where you have to humble yourself. No, but oh, he, yeah. he didn't come yeah. soft. Here, you're saying? We're starting from chapter one. Mm-hmm. He came with grace. He came with grace first. 
not even chapter one, yeah. verse one. I mean, I mean, yeah. verse, verse one, verse one, yeah, verse one and chapter six. You gotta understand. This is the whole. You mm-hmm. gotta put it together. This is how I came. I saw you guys. I had compassion, and I poured grace on everybody. Yep. Yeah, but what? But it's been saying for chapters that he he knew their hearts. He knew what they were there for. So, right. but what I'm saying is, if some if if the Holy Spirit's working on somebody's heart, and they're getting closer and closer to that point where they're believing. I don't think he he comes at them hard, you know what I mean. I just I I think he continues no, no. to show them that that grace because he knows their heart. Like no, that's foreknowledge. I'm, I'm he knew agreeing right, with from you. the beginning yeah. of time, right? No, that, Edge, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. That's why I'm asking what he was saying. They took that as hard, mm-hmm. right? Because it seems like they forgot about the grace, the love from the day before. Yeah, you know, and they was like, this thing is hard. And he was like, all you have to do is believe. Yep. But they, they turned away because of what he said. The, this truth that he's trying to get them to understand, that's what turned them away. So now could it be that they just were not called? I'm saying, can we go back to that point in terms of God's foreknowledge? And like, he's like, because remember Jesus said, Yo, all those that are called by my father, I will by no way cast, cast them out. out. Yeah. So now, are these those that were not called? I think those they're the ones that didn't believe. <laughs> yeah. And if they didn't believe, that means they weren't called. Yeah. <laughs> they wasn't they wasn't predestined. They wasn't they weren't predestined. If you did, if you don't believe, then you were If they believed, then they was called. Yeah. Then they were called. By the foreknowledge so of you God. Could, you could you could you could you go, could, you go could run circle. around you could run I around I, that I, car. I can't even I don't even know what he just said. You sound like a Calvinist for a minute and then listen. <laughs> well, you, you, I am I'm half Calvinist. Okay. Yeah, I do believe in I'm predestination. Like a, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Italian. <laughs> just like <laughs> you could you could chase that tail if I'm you want. I'm half Calvinistic and I like a Verse 68, where he's like, um, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Yeah, I love that right there. You know what I mean? Like, Peter was just like, your dog. There's, like, you know, you think about just everybody who comes to crisis. It's not because you ain't try other things. You know what I mean? Like, you tried. You probably was in different religions, different cults, different things. You know what I mean? You tried. You tried different things. And you was like, your dog, that ain't. That's not the that's not the words of eternal life. You realize at the end of it, you know the fruit of that. It was like that's not eternal life until you came to Christ, and it's like Peter, you know, you just gotta love Peter's transparency. He was like, "Where else we gonna go?" It's not like we ain't think about it. Right. You know what I mean? We probably the disciples probably had a lot of things they was dealing with. Like, yo, this guy's bugging. This, this yo, look at yo dog. He just kept us in the water. Yo, he almost walked by us in the water. Like. You had these things in our heart, they, their hearts, but at the end of the day, they was like, Yo, where are we going to go? Crisis. This is the Christ. This is Jesus. This is the Son of God. There's nowhere else to go but Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And you know Amen. what? From, from what you're saying, that like from that first question that you posed, Marcus, in terms of like, was it hard? Um, like in our personal walks, like, and, and Mike was saying how it was difficult in terms of that humility. I would say on my part that um, it wasn't difficult in terms of that believing part because I realized you know, I was a sinner. I think that point, you know, just coming to that point of realizing you're a sinner and you're looking for that love and you see that Jesus is the only truth. He's the way and he's that love. Like it was like, yo, where else? Because I've, you know, dabbled in all different religions as well. 
and um, cults, cults, and you know was in the world all all part of it. You know the whole gamut, yep. right? And once I heard who the truth was, that it was a person, that it was Jesus Christ, that I need to put my faith in, that I was living recklessly, that it was an easy like yo, there's no other answer. So I gave him all. The, I think my the mo the the biggest difficulty is more so the the sanctification aspect. Yeah, yeah, I think was, that justification, yeah. that initial thing, you know, get, just believing and being saved. Yo, that's it. And then the sanctification, that's the difficult. That walking and being transformed day to day. I look and dying it, daily. I look at it as like there was like, like like when you was out there, you heard, you knew, you knew about God. You know what I mean? Like even that part, you gotta understand. You gotta come to an end of yourself. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So when you was in those different religions and different cults, you know what I mean? And you was in different things and dabbling and reading. Because I remember I, used to, I was reading a whole bunch of different books, Kabbalah and, and Quran. Like I was, and it was like anything but Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? But like you said, when I heard the gospel, it came to, I came to an end of myself. But there was a road where you was rejecting you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like they, I remember there was times there was Christians that evangelized to me, and I was like, yo, I used to chase them off. <laughs> I used to be right. like, yo, dog, you don't now nah, you don't know the Bible like how I know the Bible. Let me give you this breakdown. Right. You know what I mean? And I used to chase them away, and they was like, now nah, all you need is the gospel. I'm like, yo, no, it's not what, that simple. What breakdown you was giving them? The Deuteronomy. <laughs> Completely out of context. The Deuteronomy breakdown. Deuteronomy. The breakdown of breakdowns. You know what I mean? And I remember, I remember Christians coming to me and telling me about the gospel. And I was like, nah, dog, you about to get this Deuteronomy breakdown upside your head for the fourteenth for the fourteenth million time. You understand what I'm saying? And there was a lot of pride there. So it's right, like, yeah, yeah. dog, it's yo, you think when you think about your life, there were so many moments that God came to you, but you was proud, bro. Yeah, you you're thought right, you knew right. what you knew. Nobody could tell you anything. You're like, nah, this is it. This is it. Nobody can't tell me nothing until you get broke down. Until the Deuteronomy breakdown breaks you down. <laughs> right. No, that that makes sense. So so that Deuteronomy breakdown was like eating the flesh when the Christian came. And try to share the gospel. He's like, what? Eat the flesh? Drink the blood? Exactly. That's vile. That's, exactly. That's a hard saying. That's a hard saying. Nah. Nah, it ain't that nah, easy. It's it not can't that be easy that just easy. to believe. I got to work. And that's, and that's I gotta what. I got to put on my fringes and braid my hair. <laughs> and, and that's what I was, you know, that's how I'm looking at it. I'm like, that humility. Like, you've heard the gospel. You know, I, even Anne's like, you know, you grew up. You know what I mean? Your mother and having that around you. But you were still. You know the world. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, it's the humility. It's that part where you have to humble yourself. And they were at a crossroads here when Jesus gave them that. And you see how they reacted, dog. This is a hard saying. We feel what we feel, and we ain't dealing with it. We matter of fact, Jesus, you're canceled. We out. So this chapter is. This is a great chapter. You know, Jesus is saying, "Listen, I'm. Jesus is enough, right?" Um. Listen, seek me for the eternal stuff, not the temporal, right? I'm, I am the bread of life, right? Whoever comes to me, whoever believes, will not die but have everlasting life. He speaks about the security. He speaks about the love. He gave the grace to the people, you know, and, and he's, he's, he's basically saying, listen, just invite me into your life and let me come in and nourish you and change you 
mm. right? And and the work that you have to do that the father wants you to do, right? The father doesn't want you to toil for this bread. You just have to believe on the one he sent. So our prayer right now um, is to thank Jesus, each and every one of us over here right now, that we did humble ourselves mm -hmm. and we, we, you know, accepted and we came and we believed. Mm. All right, and, and he kept his end of the bargain. He gave us a t a eternal life. We have right? it. And we're secure. We have it. We're, mm -hmm. how, we're, we're broadcasting from eternal life right now. That's where we're recording from. That's why we laugh so much. Because <laughs> we have, because we have eternal life. Yo, That's yeah, why yeah, we yeah, laugh yeah, so yeah. much. That's a good point, right there. Yeah. So, Edge, we could keep laughing. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and um, Lord, we we want to bend our will to Your will. That mm. uh, you know, whoever is out there and is hungry and is. Uh, anorexic or bulimic mm. and starving mm -hmm. that you will pour out your grace on them Amen. and um call them to you lord let them hear the word mm. let them come let them accept and then you could uh, fill them up with your spirit and your presence and it's in the name of jesus christ we pray amen amen, amen.